Footprints presents The Incredibles, a series where you meet ordinary but incredible individuals. 大家好，我叫林亚平，是玉庭现代农业产业园的一个新型职业农民。Hello, everybody. I'm Lin Yaping. I'm a new farmer in the Yuting Modern Agricultural Park and founder of the brand Lin Meimei Strawberries. The proudest thing I have ever done is becoming one of the new farmers. Thirty-nine-year-old Lin Yaping runs a family farm based in a suburb of the city of Suzhou in eastern China, growing strawberries, corn, and other kinds of fruit and vegetables. Describing herself as a new generation of farmer, the university-educated woman has overcome one obstacle after another to shatter long-standing stereotypes about farming and farmers in China. My parents are rice farmers, and they know how tough it is to be a farmer. So, in the very beginning, when I decided to work in agriculture, they warned me I would fail. They said, "Farming is a tough job, and it's poorly paid. Don't do it." But over a decade into the operation of her farm. This stubborn woman, as she defines herself, has seen her efforts and perseverance in the tough agricultural world turn into fruits and new hopes. Some of my customers said to me, "Miss Ling, you must run your farm well. If you fail, where can we buy such good quality farm produce?" I promised them I would work hard and try to make my farm a time-honored brand. But how exactly has this stubborn farmer done this, and what did she do to reshape people's understanding about farming and farmers in China? Stay tuned to find out. Suzhou has been a pioneering region in China's market-oriented economic reform and growth since the 1980s. Although the city is now best known for its manufacturing industry and cultural and tourist attractions, it still retains a key part of its agricultural heritage in the suburbs in the northwest. The area called Yuting Modern Agricultural Park is home to a dozen small-sized modern farms producing rice, various types of vegetables, fruit, and poultry. The farms, each smaller than 20 acres in size, are typical of eastern China, where the high density of population and scarcity of land means farms are small. Lin Yaping, a middle-aged, soft-speaking woman wearing glasses, greets us. She proudly introduces her farm, which amounts to about 12 acres, covered mostly by white polytunnels. Lin says the farm's main produce is strawberries and corn, in addition to other kinds of fruit and vegetables such as oranges, tomatoes, and loquats. For each kind of crop I plant, I try to make it good quality, which should be green and taste good. Across the world, profit margins for farms are mostly low. Even developed countries subsidize farmers heavily. Take the United States, for example. The federal government spends more than 20 billion U.S. dollars a year on subsidies for farm businesses. Lin Yaping's farm is no exception. But by targeting the high-end niche market, 
Her farm stands out and makes a handsome profit every year. That's about 300,000 yuan, or more than 40,000 US dollars on average. Targeting the high-end market also means she has to present high-quality produce and adopt new marketing modes. With regard to good sales and marketing of my farm produce, the first step is to produce good products. In other words, the quality of the produce is key. When consumers recognize your products, there will be a stable group of buyers. Then, whatever farm produce you present, they will buy them as long as you grow them in an eco-friendly and green way. To many urban residents in China, food safety and the quality of farm produce have become a major concern in recent years as a result of rising living standards and purchasing power. Unlike traditional farmers, Lin makes good use of social media to promote her products and stay in touch with her customers as she sells her farm produce directly to the end consumers. My customers place orders via WeChat. Then my farm will deliver the goods to them directly. We don't rely on wholesalers to purchase our goods. The advantages that it's flexible for us to deliver, say, a basket of strawberries, vegetables or loquats to the customer. Lin Yaping often posts daily updates about her farm on popular social media so that her friends and customers can stay informed about the growing process of her farm produce and how the farm is run. She says her WeChat account links to more than 7,000 individuals. At least hundreds of them, if not thousands, are her regular customers. I truthfully update the daily life on my farm via social media platforms, such as WeChat Moments and Douyin. Through my updates, people come to know how I run my farm, even though they don't visit it in person. Such new media technology helps build a bond between her and her customers, a revolutionary marketing tactic compared to the old ways. Every customer can contact me directly whenever they have comments or complaints about my farm produce. For example, a customer may say something is wrong with the strawberries he or she gets from me. Then I can determine what is really wrong with the fruit and make changes to my way of growing accordingly. The feedback from one customer may be trivial or minor, but it's important for me to improve my goods and service. Of course, better quality and service come with a higher price and take more time. In the region of Suzhou and Wuxi, the strawberries are usually priced at 120 to 140 yuan a kilo. Many strawberry growers try various means to bring their goods to the market at an early date. Some of them present the fruit in mid-November when my strawberry crops are just beginning to blossom and bear fruit. It's only one month later that my strawberries begin to hit the market. I sell them at the price of 120 to 140 yuan a kilo. But at a time when other growers cut the price to 80 yuan a kilo. Every year, strawberry crops produce three batches of fruit, 
Some farmers try to quicken the growing process by raising the temperature and humidity of the greenhouses, but the method makes the crops and fruit prone to a disease called grey mould, which then often involves the use of pesticides. Lin's farm is an exception. I adopt a principle of organic farming when I grow my strawberries. This means I let the strawberry crops grow naturally. In order to avoid using pesticides, I ventilate the greenhouses frequently. As a result, the temperature is not high enough and the crops grow a little bit slower. Everything I do is done to ensure the quality of the fruit. Furthermore, Lin Yaping says she takes eco-friendly measures to preserve and improve the health of the soil in her farm. If you come to my farm in summer, you might see all the plastic films of our greenhouses rolled down and doors closed. In fact, we are also irrigating the fields. The heat created by humidity inside the greenhouse and the scorching summer sun can sanitize the soil. We will repeatedly make the soil wet and dry in an effort to remove the harmful bacteria and the eggs of the pests. This way, the fertility and vitality of the soil can be restored and maintained. Such a meticulous and eco-friendly way of growing makes her strawberries tasty and leads to positive feedback from her customers. <laughs> the taste of my strawberries is real and genuine. Many of my customers have told me that my farm's strawberries taste like real strawberries. I said, yes, they are just strawberries, simple and pure. My farm products may hit the market late, but many customers want to wait for them. I feel very happy about this. Usually, she and her husband deliver goods to customers based in the city of Suzhou, within a distance of two hours' drive. But her products can sometimes reach customers in regions as far as the metropolis of Shenzhen, about 1,500 kilometers to the south of her farm, thanks to modern logistics. For example, we harvest corn around 4 or 5 in the afternoon. In the evening, we package them, usually scores of boxes. Then we entrust them to the delivery driver. At around 10 the next morning, the corn will be in the hands of the customers. Once I received a message at 10.30 in the morning, saying, it's very fresh, which means my customers were already eating my corn. High-quality, smart marketing and fast delivery. Lin Yaping's farm grows step by step. Three years into its operation, she established her farm brand, Lin Mei Mei, and registered it, a move few traditional Chinese farmers would take. In the traditional way of farming, farmers usually bring their produce to the agriculture wholesale market, paying no attention to the farm brand. But for the new farmers, we pay more attention to the cultivation of our brands. It's easy for the customers to find you if you have a brand. 
The Chinese pronunciation of her brand, Lin Mei Mei, reminds people of the nickname of the heroine in one of the best-known Chinese classic novels, Dream of the Red Chamber. But her version is a combination of her family name Lin and Mei Mei, which means strawberries. Over the years, this name has proved to be cute, easy to remember and popular among her customers. Some of my customers say to me, Ms. Lin, we must run your farm well. If you fail, where can we buy such good quality farm produce? These customers have become my good friends, and they trust my farm and farm produce. They know some other farms they patronized have failed, and the farm owners have turned to other occupations. So I promised them, I will work hard and try to make my farm a time-honored brand. Yet, despite her hard-won success, Lin admits her farm, like many other farms, has never been free of challenges and setbacks. In the first two years, she made no profit at all and her farm survived merely through bank loans and borrowings from family and friends. To add fuel to the fire, natural disasters hit her farm from time to time. The latest came just two years ago. In the winter of late 2019 and early 2020, a cold snap hit the region of Suzhou. Temperatures dipped to minus 10 degrees Celsius, rare for the region. Around the turn of the year, Lin herself caught a cold. What's worse, she worried about her strawberries and rushed to take measures to help the crops fend off the unusual weather. To cope with the unprecedented cold snap, she and her fellow strawberry growers tried several methods, including burning charcoal, installing air heaters or spraying chemicals on the crops to boost their resistance to the cold. But due to the suddenness and intensity of the cold snap, Lin saw her strawberry crops damaged by frostbite before she took an eco-friendly, effective and affordable measure to deal with the weather. We have no good way to deal with the cold snap. It's not realistic to burn charcoal to warm the strawberry crops because of the risks of carbon monoxide poisoning. The crops survived the first cold snap. But another cold snap struck one week later. One day, when I went to the fields to check the crops, I found the leaves of the crops looked like boiled packed leaves. The strawberry leaves and the newly grown strawberry fruit were both badly damaged by frostbite. As a result, no good strawberries came out of her farm that year. When a person catches a cold, he or she will be prone to illness. It's the same when it comes to strawberries. So, in that year, we suffered a loss of two-fifths of strawberry sales compared to previous years. The loss was severe. Her loss amounted to about 100,000 yuan. But fortunately, her farm was well positioned to take it and quickly regain its vitality. After the incident, Lin learned a cost-effective and eco-friendly way to help the strawberries cope with frostbite, adding another layer of plastic film.
to cover the infant strawberry fruits. In fact, the cold snap was just one of the many challenges her farm encountered in its more than a decade of operation. Other natural disasters, including typhoons, droughts and so on. But due to her smart work and perseverance, she and her farm got through each of them. 我自己呢，我这个人做事情就是这样子，要把要做事呢，就想把它做透。It's in my character to see through what I do. I'm stubborn and will not shy away in the face of obstacles. Lin Yaping's resilience alone has not been enough for her farm to survive all the challenges and eventually gain popularity among her customers. Government support has played an indispensable role. In 2012, local officials in the northwest suburb of Suzhou decided to upgrade local farming and attract entrepreneurial young people to the countryside. They established the Yuting Modern Agricultural Park, comprising farmland rented from several local villages. Lin Yaping's farm is one of the pioneering entities in the park, thus receiving preferential government support. Since then, sustained public and private investment has flowed to the park for building public roads, irrigation systems and other agriculture-related facilities. Currently, 56 better-educated new farmers are working in the park, running a dozen modern farms. In 2008, when I first came to the village, there was no other person working here with a university degree. In 2012, there were about a dozen university-educated farmers living here. Now, the number is growing larger and larger, with more young graduates joining our ranks. With her farm in a good condition, in recent years, Lin Yaping has begun to devote part of her time to promoting modern farming among young people. In 2017, she launched two courses about farming at a local college to encourage young people to work in agriculture. To date, nearly 6,000 students have attended her classes. At the end of each class, Lin shared her social media account with the attendees so they can contact her directly after class. I told my students to add my WeChat and said, if you want to grow strawberries or do something in agriculture, or your friends want to ask me something about farming, you can come to me directly. I had little to refer to when I first worked in agriculture, but now you have me. I'm willing to give you some advice. Lin is aiming to shatter traditional notions about farming in China. For thousands of years, peasants with little education have toiled on the land and have been at the mercy of the weather. Being a farmer equipped with new ideas, she is seeking to reshape farming and protect the environment with green and modern technologies. And this is driving her to enlighten others and encourage them to join her. Together, she hopes they will eventually make a difference and bring China's agriculture to a new level. Humble and modest, this experienced new farmer is advising young graduates to first work for established farms and agricultural companies before launching their own agribusinesses. Work with your heart and be bold to ask questions and learn new things. During this process, you should get the necessary practical knowledge about agriculture, enrich your experience, and get connected with people working in this sector.
More importantly, you will have a period of time to think again about what you really want and can do. If you don't think through beforehand, you will fail after you start your own farm or company. It's not difficult to get started, but few stick with it. Under the influence and guidance of Lin, at least 14 college graduates have so far come to work for or launched agricultural undertakings in the Yuting Modern Agricultural Park. Jiang Qing, a fresh graduate from the Suzhou Polytechnic Institute of Agriculture, is one of them. The 22-year-old hails from a traditional farming family in eastern China's Anhui province. Currently, he works at Lin's farm to learn the necessary practical skills about running a farm before launching his own agribusiness. The environment of the countryside is more suitable for me. It's spacious. I don't like the hustle and bustle of the cities. I think the future for many Chinese young people lies with the countryside. The vast areas of farmland is promising and full of opportunities. Passion and ambition, good. But Lin Yaping warns young people like Jiang should prepare for hardship and setbacks. For anyone who aspires to succeed in agriculture. Lin says the most important thing is to stick to it. Once you get started, you must devote yourself to what you do. Don't give up after one or two years. You must stick with it. This is a message I want to convey to young people the most. In fact, until recent years, going to the countryside and taking a job in agriculture. Are not on the radar of most Chinese college graduates. Both Lin Yaping and Jiang Qing admit that most of their classmates don't take farming jobs, even though they have learned agriculture at school. In China, most parents object to their well-educated loved ones choosing to work in agriculture and living in the countryside. This sentiment results from the deep-rooted concept that farmers live harsh, rustic lives with a lower social status. In 2008, when Lin chose to work in the countryside, her parents, especially her mother Zhao Jianfang, were shocked. I was not willing to support her. Farming is very tough and tiring. My parents are rice farmers, and they know how tough it is to be a farmer. So, in the very beginning, when I decided to work in agriculture, they warned me that I would fail. They said, "Farming is a tough job and is poorly paid. Don't do it." Lin Yaping studied agriculture back at college, plant nutrition and soil science, to be specific. Right after graduation, she decided that her future lay in the countryside. Although faced with opposition from her parents, she received crucial support from her husband. It's fortunate for me to have my husband by my side. Whenever I feel stressed and frustrated, I'll talk to him. The same goes the other way. Sometimes we chatted all night. Besides being a family member, he's my best friend, partner, and mentor. 
Now over a decade has passed since Lin Yaping jumped into the tough and risky world of agriculture. Her mother is relieved and satisfied. Now I feel good for her. Her endeavors in agriculture have yielded fruits. This is beyond my expectation. I'm very satisfied with what she has achieved. Lin's case is typical of what has happened to China's agriculture and countryside over the past decade. Since 2012, the country has made great strides in the development of agriculture and the revitalization of rural regions. Lives of farmers and rural residents have seen further improvements. In 2018, China reorganized and rebranded the Ministry of Agriculture as the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs. This has shown that the central government attaches greater importance to rural construction and development and welfare of farmers. By the end of last year, the per capita disposable income of rural residents more than doubled to almost 19,000 yuan, or nearly 3,000 US dollars from 2012 levels, according to statistics from the ministry. Furthermore, over 3,900,000 modern farms now dot the vast countryside across the country, supplying the world's largest population with quality farm produce. Undoubtedly, toil, sweat and hardship make up an essential part of farming life. But for Lin Ping, working as a farmer also means joy and fulfillment. My happiest moments are when I see my efforts and perseverance turn into fruits. For many times, I have considered giving up. But in the end, I persisted. I said to myself, how fortunate I am that I see my hard work produce results. Lin adds that one such particular moment came when one of her customers, pregnant with her second child, visited her farm with her elder kid. The woman's family was a long-term consumer of Lin's strawberries, and she joked that the baby inside her belly was also beginning to eat Lin's strawberries. <laughs> Hearing this made me so moved at the bottom of my heart. It made me feel that my hard work is worthwhile, and I will continue to devote myself to growing good quality strawberries. <laughs> Lin Yaping herself has a teenage son and daughter attending primary school. She says they often have fun in the open air against the backdrop of beautiful scenery and promising farmland. <laughs> in her leisure time, Lin sometimes goes to a cafe next to her farm, chatting and hanging out with friends as they bathe in the fragrance of flowers and ripe fruits brought by the fresh, gentle breeze blowing from the farmland. As the Chinese saying goes, food is the paramount necessity of the people. Lin Yaping is determined to work hard on her farm trying to bring more tasty food to people's dining tables, as she has promised her customers. 